I just wanted to come on here real quick. Uh, this isn't a Duke's Dive or anything. This is just a small audio podcast about a good show I watched recently. Synergy 7-Eleven, a show for the first responders. Um, you know, this show had John Alda and Nicholas K on commentary. It opened with Tony Deppin versus J.D. Drake. Now, J.D. Drake I wasn't too, too familiar with. He's a big, big guy. Uh, they call him the the um, blue collar something or other. Um, you know, it's been said a million different times in a million different ways. And in a million different ways. You know, a guy like that shouldn't be able to move like that. He moves like a cruiserweight, you know. You know, stuff like that, you know, just like that. A big man like that moves like he is half his size. You know, a lot of cliche sayings about a big man that can move, but this is a big man that can definitely move. Uh, Matt-based stuff, Matt technician-based stuff. Um, some really innovative stuff they pulled out of here. Of course, Deppin is always innovating, you know, even back to where I seen him and um, PCO work out that uh, double choke slam pile driver back at PC, or excuse me, GCW. Um, yeah, and I, n- I never seen anybody take somebody on the outside of the ring and bounce them off of the ring ropes and then lariat them to the floor. So, I, I, I mean, if I've seen it, it never struck a chord with me like it did today on this show. But I thought that was some really innovative stuff. Um, of course, this one was a qualifying match for the Garden State Invitational, which in Tony Deppin won. And on July 25th, for the Garden State Invitational on Synergy on Fight or uh, Live, you know, it will be Tony Deppin versus Gregory Iron in the. Uh, first round, first opening rounds of the, uh, Gordon State Invitational, you know, now this program was recorded live in front of a studio audience, or in front of an audience, you know, they did everything they could, socially distance, masks, hand sanitizer, you know, these people in the audience were first responders, this whole whole show was about first responders, you know, for, uh, COVID-19, and, stuff like that, you know, our first responders out there taking care of this stuff on the front line, you know, the show was to appreciate them and show them how much we appreciate them, um, they said they, they, uh, this was a show that was, uh, in front of an audience, not many have been in 2020, you know, as of March, but like I said, this company did a very, very good job, you know, they did, they did, they went to the nines to protect the fans and the competitors and everybody in that building, you know, like I said, the the social distancing, the mask wearing, the hand sanitizers, they wiped down the ring after every match, Uh, you know what I mean, Um, they just took every precaution you could have imagined, and then some these guys ain't just a company that's looking to get right back into it because they want to make some money or something, you know what I mean, well, I'm sure everybody does, but I'm just saying, they care, they really seem to give a shit about everybody working for them, so, with that being said, 
The next match was uh, Francis Kip Stevens supposed to be versus Matt McIntosh, but ex- but uh, excuses, excuses. Matt McIntosh came out and he ran his mouth. You know, he was the longest ever reigning champion, or was that Mike Dell? Could have been Mike Dell. Mike Dell could have been there. My name's Mac McIntosh. I'm not very, very familiar. I'm not very, very familiar with Synergy's history at this point. You know, um, after two years, I, I've watched off and on, but I've not followed to the T like I should have, or I will be now. Uh, like I said, Matt McIntosh came out and he said he didn't want this match. You know, uh, it was a joke to him that him wrestling a guy like Kip Stevens was a joke, and he wanted to be involved in the. Uh, he wanted to involve himself in the main event of the evening, not the main event of the evening, but the uh, the number one contendership match going on in that evening, which was versus which was Eric Corvus versus Brandon Kirk, and of course. Uh, um, management decided to appease Mr. McIntosh, and uh, later on in the evening, he will be in a triple threat with Eric Corvus and Brandon Kirk. So, who do we see come out to take the challenge? None other than the Whisper. So, I'm thinking, okay, well, this Matt McIntosh just wrote this uh, Kip Stevens man off, this Kip Stevens guy off. Uh, me, I've never seen Kip Stevens. I think Mr. Colin West and the management put him on this card so they could finally get the joke of, um, well, not the joke, but the running thing of Deppin looking like Kip Stevens. I always, well, at least on, um, posters, it seems to me like you got Deppin and Kip. They always look like on card posters or, um, fight cards or whatever. They kind of look the same. I, I always made the joke, you ain't never seen Kip Stevens and Tony Deppin in the same room. Well, you have now. So anyways, like I said, I wasn't expecting much. Not that I wasn't expecting much out of Kip, but I mean, it, it, this heavyweight competitor, this former champion comes out and he says that this guy ain't worth his time. So I'm sitting here wondering, um, is Whisperer going to be able to walk all over this guy? Well, hell no. This guy here also was very innovative. And, um, a very good match had between Francis Kip Stevens and, um, The Whisper. Very, very good stuff here on, um, the debut of The Whisper, who did win his debut match. And Francis Kip Stevens has not won a match yet, um, in Synergy Wrestling. And, um, yeah, it's pretty stinky. Um, maybe this man needs to find himself a tag team partner and, uh, get in that tag team title hunt, you know, maybe him and, um, Whisper would work very well together, they seem to have very similar, excuse me, ways to innovate their offense, as well as ways to innovate their defense, you know, they're no slouches to defending themselves either, but they also got quite, both of them got quite the expansive offensive repertoire. Like I said, uh, the Whisper picked up the win there, but that was a very good match. Um, you know, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to see Andy Hedder come into, uh, Synergy Wrestling. Synergy, you know, a- Andy Hedder versus the Whisper, Andy Hedder versus a lot of these guys. I'd like to see 
um, blue and gold, blue and gold versus the apostles of chaos. Oh man, I'm just gonna stop talking right there because the next matchup was Matt Vertigo versus Kyle the Beast. Matt Vertigo, I've watched for a while now through uh, Susquehanna Wrestling Organization and other promotions. Very good wrestler. He came out tonight to prove something. He was either going to win by hook or crook, and then, uh, you know, he was either going to win or prove that he deserved the spot, and that is exactly what he did. He did not win, but he did so good that, you know, Colin West come out behind the desk and offer him a permanent roster membership on the roster, you know. Excellent, excellent match. Matt Vertigo versus Kyle the Beast. Innovative out the ass. Great match. Good stuff. Welcome to uh, um, the Synergy roster, Matt Vertigo. Matt Vertigo will now be on the Synergy roster moving forward because of his excellent showing in this match. Kyle the Beast did win the match. Kyle the Beast, of course, um, already slated even before this. This was not a number one contenders match. Kyle the Beast is going to be taking on Simon Gotch in the first round of the Garden State Invitational on July 25th. Next up, we've seen a triple threat match. Was this a triple threat match, though? Because it really wasn't a triple threat match. It was Alex Ryman, formerly known as Aaron Bradley, versus Kit Osborne versus Mike Dell. Um, this was brought to you by the Smacking Talk Showdown Wrestling News or Smacking Talk Showdown and Wrestling News um, Apparently, uh, Nicholas K has some issue with Alex Ryman. Um, like I said, I'm not very, 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 very versed with Synergy, but apparently there was some issues with uh, Aaron and um, American Murder Society. Well, anyways, they didn't seem to be very um, caring too much that Kit Osborne and Mike Dell basically turned this into a handicap match. Um, of course, Mike Dell won this as he put Alex Ryman in a submission move and Kit uh, kicked him in the head until he passed out. But uh, I think Mr. Kit Osborne would be very, very pissed off to know that I do believe the official word was that Mike Dell won this match. So... You know, you might have got a little partner there, but there might be some deceit amongst the ranks because I do believe Mike Dell won that match. The, the official, the official uh, W in the uh, that column went to Mike Dell, but this was a very good match as well between Alex Ryman, Kit Osborne, and Mike Dell. Alex Ryman fought those guys off for most of the match. You know, um, good shape. Just came back from Germany. Um, yeah, like I said, I you know, he almost had both of these guys fall off, but they did come back on him, and they did win, and I do believe that Nicholas K., the creative director, owes Alex Ryman, I don't care what he says, I think he owes 
a match to the American Murder Society, you know, if Kid Osborne and Mike Dell want to act like they're such great partners and put them two together and put them against the American Murder Society, bang, come on, let's be fair here to our competitors and, uh, you know, you don't put a man in a triple threat, turn that into a handicap match. Now let's see what he can do with his partner. You want to have, you want, you want to partner up like that. I, that's what I say. Put it, put the American Murder Society against Kit and Dell, and see what they do then. Especially they want to go around and throw my man's cowboy hat. You know, very rude. Very rude. How rude. What a gruesome twosome is Kit Osborne and Mike Dell. I don't know much about this Mike Dell, but I do know very much about Kit Osborne. And of course, Aaron Bradley. Now, the next thing on the show was a conversation in the ring held by Mr. Scotty Ceriti between Nathan Ellis, TJ Crawford, and Casey Cattell for the Cruiserweight Crown on July 25th. You know, uh, Nathan Ellis wasn't very happy that uh, it seems like the whole story was revolving around Casey Cattell. Maybe she's got a... Maybe she's better than him. Maybe he's pissed off that nobody's talking about him walking away with that cruiserweight crown come July 25th. I don't know. And, you know, TJ Crawford had to step up and tell him off. So, you know, a lot of different, uh... A lot of different stuff going on here between the three of these guys. Like I said, I'm not... I don't know the storyline. I don't know what's going on too much, but it looks, looks like there's a lot of animosity between at least TJ Crawford, Casey Cattall, Nathan Ellis. You know, that about dissolved into a Dunnybrook, a fight. But I digress, you know. July 25th, there will be a cruiserweight crown crowned the crown will be crowned on one of these competitors, so not only will the Garden State Invitational be answered, we got the Cruiserweight crown being on the docket as well. It's already shaping up to be a fantastic show on July 25th. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to the match that was a replacement match for Alex Zane and um, oh I got his I forget his name oh wow it was a replacement match because both of these individuals have um, you know could not make the show so you know on very limited short time very limited time there was a match that was announced and made, which was the Warhorse versus AJ Gray. Two out of three falls. Fantastic match. My favorite match on the card. I can't say too much great stuff. Uh, I will literally deplete my whole vocabulary repertoire talking about how amazing this match was. Double stomps. Foot, double foot stomps, chops out the butt. Um, I've seen AJ Gray before, and I've definitely seen Warhorse before. Neither one of them I've seen live, but um, 
I mean, this show right here was worth it for this match alone, I think. Like, if you are a professional wrestling fan and you want to watch just a fantastic wrestling match, buy the show, put this on, watch the rest of it, because you de- you definitely got to. The whole entire show was fantastic, but this right here is your selling point in my book to any wrestling fan, War Horse versus AJ Grace, two out of three falls. Fantastic match. War Horse did pick up the win there. Um, excuse me a second here. The next match was... Uh, Jason Sinclair, the only man in this match that I wasn't aware of, but I seen through his entrance video that he was working at the CZW Dojo, which means he ain't no slouch. But watching the match, I also realized that because he's very good. Him and um, MV Young, the Polycult leader of the Polycult, versus the Apostles of Chaos, Logan Black and Chris Benet. Um... Well, this was a r- right from the beginning. Of course, we learned that Polycult rule number 333 was this match is now no DQ. Um, oh my god, I seen MV Young double foot stomp Chris Benet on top of a ladder from the top rope. I thought that man was dead. I holy moly, man, that Chris Benet has got to be a hurting unit. And Logan Black's got to be a hurting unit. You know, he went and he wrapped duct tape around the turnbuckle. And then he fed some thumbtacks on top of there. But they ended up misfiring because it went against the wheels of his plans. And well, he got to business end of the tax. Like I said, both of them guys have to be hurting units. But, they did pick up the win tonight. Of course, this was brought to you by the Angle Podcast. Um, Very, very, very good match. Apostles of Chaos, I've seen them guys before at Eclipse. Um, MV Young, I've seen many, many, many times, many different places. Um, Mr. Scotty Cerruti was talking about that he, he, he met MV Young at a place that does primarily deathmatch wrestling and if I'm not mistaken what I, I, I what he's talking about is uh, Vicious Outcast wrestling where in that promotion um, MV Young wrestled Tony Deppin not in the match but after the match suffered a very big gash on his back going through a pane of glass you know still being a champion that's probably one of the coolest pictures I ever seen on the internet of a champion getting their champion with this blood all over him from that gash on the back because somebody didn't like the idea of him being the champion so they had to come out and ruin MV Young's night now that was the uh, tag team match of the evening next thing up on the docket we have well Chris Benet was our excuse me this match uh, um, Scotty Cerruti was on the commentary because Nicholas K had to go in the back to uh, talk things over with Alex Ryman, which yeah, I don't blame him. He was very heated after that handicap excursion. 
so of course we had Mr. Scotty on commentary, and then uh, next up we had Nightmare on Pratt Street. You know, this was an encounter between Deshaun, Deshaun Pratt versus Frightmare. Um, these guys are going to have an encounter for the championship on the 25th, but, you know, Deshaun was speaking to Colin West. He says, I don't think I can wait till July 25th excuse me, to get my hands on this guy, you know, I came down to Colin saying they can't have the match at the Polish Falcons Club, but, you know, Deshaun's saying he's going to have an encounter with him somewhere, and, you know, Colin said that, I think if Frightmare knows you're looking for him, you're not going to have a hard time finding him. This was an encounter, like I said, I, I can't describe it as anything more than Nosmaldoonery on the end of Frightmare. You know, uh, Deshaun Pratt put on the mask and put on uh, uh, this Frightmare's mask, and he was transformed into this back alley brawl of sorts, you know, where um, he did get the upper hand, but. Like I said, due to some slight hand and hand of trick of hand and uh, Nosmaldoonery, you know, Frightmare looked like he came out with the upper hand on this encounter. So I guess we're going to really have to see what goes on between Deshaun Pratt and Frightmare on July 25th when they wrestle for the title. Next up here we had Matt McIntosh versus Eric Corbis versus Brandon Kirk. This was a really, really, really good one. Um, super good match. Three heavyweights, like I said, this is Beckham's back to Tony Deppin versus J.D. Drake. Both, All these guys moved like J.D. Drake. You know, the only one I was super familiar with was Brandon Kirk through making his names in the deathmatch game. Um, I know Brandon... That's who I was rooting for in this one, and he did pick up the win. He picked up the win in this awesome triple threat match, which means he's going to go on to face the winner of Deshaun Pratt versus Frightmare for the championship. Um, we move on to LSG versus Jordan Oliver, the main event of the evening. This was a number one contender's match for the GSI Invitational. The winner of this one was going to be going into the um, GI Classic, and they will be facing Myron Reed. Now, of course, Jordan Oliver has history with Myron Reed as they are both in the group Injustice. So, this, this right from the beginning, off the rails versus LSG and Jordan Oliver. I've never seen LSG taken to that limit before like this. Jordan Oliver certainly took him to a limit I've never seen him taken to and beat him for the main event. Great show, great match. It's going to be Jordan Oliver versus Myron Reed for the Garden State Invitational. That's going to be one of the matches in the first beginnings of the Garden State Invitational. So, like I said, it's going to be Kyle the Beast versus Simon Gotch. It's going to be Tony Deppern versus Greg Iron. It's going to be um, Jordan Meyer, jo Jordan Oliver versus Myron Reed. This show on the 25th is going to be off the hook. This show here was absolutely incredible. The best match, the best show I've watched in 2020. Definitely the best show I've seen in the COVID era. 
Um, I had a really good time watching this. I watched from my tablet with my headset on. Um, in the comfort of my own home. I just thought it was a very, very, very good show. Thank you to Colin and thank you to everybody behind Synergy Wrestling for putting on a great show for the first responders and for us fans. Um, welcome back. Uh, we'll see you guys on July 25th for the Garden State Invitational. I'll be watching that as well as um, I will be catching up on GCW Homecoming, which will be a two-part event. Um, probably end up seeing Tony Deppin on both of them shows. So, that's all I had to say. Just want to make a short one here and tell everybody how much I appreciated the Synergy show and how good it was, so thanks for that, and um, I'll probably do another one on July 25th, see you then.